We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. Not a victory pod this week, but there's plenty to talk about because it was a strange week. Strange week indeed. We will get to all of it, Uh, but first, he's Dan, I'm Jimmy. This is No Other Pod. How's it going, Dan? What's up, man? We're just here to talk about uh, points lost and more points lost. Uh, (laughs) Poor, Poor refereeing. Yeah, uh, Peter Vermees having an aneurysm. Uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> uh, the, we're here to talk about the longest press conference Peter Vermees has probably ever had in his life on yeah. one single topic. I yeah. mean, it's, I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's, it was, <laughs> man, it was a frustrating couple of games for Sporting KC fans all around. Ooh-wee. I mean, that's, you, you had the rug pulled out of you, out from under you twice. Yeah. So, it yeah, was, small little rug. Small, Toppled small on our bottoms. Rug. Not good. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're trying to find the silver lining in, in any of this, it's that, you know, once again, we enter into a podcast where Sporting KC is in third place in the West and they're only one point behind the first and second place teams. That's so weird, dude. I come on here <laughs> every week consistently and I'm just like, how, how I'm so upset. How can I not be upset? I need to find silver lining here. And then I'm like, oh, we're still top four. I mean, it, it's, it's insane. I don't yeah. know how we are managing that, uh, mainly because a lot of teams aren't playing due to uh, doo-doo? due to coronavirus. Not, not playing with doo-doo. Yeah. So uh, if teams aren't playing, then, yeah, we're going to stay right where we are. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And the good news is no matter how you cut the standings, whether it be by points or points per game, we are uh, solidly in third place. Wow. So well, that's pretty cool. It's uh yeah, we, we, we don't know how the standings will be evaluated at the end of the year yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll find yeah. out. Maybe we don't know much. Uh, good, good time to say supporter shields, not a thing. <laughs> don't even have to talk much about that. That's just gone. Well, I do want to talk about that a little later. Oh, you do? Is there a the, lot to say? I mean, there's some drama. Oh, you must be on the independent supporters council. There's, I am not <laughs> for the record, but there's some drama and Toronto oh, fans are pissed. Okay. But, well, let's, we'll save that for later. I thought it'd just be a quick mention. See, I, I try to steer this thing sometimes. I need to remember, stay in your lane, Dan. <laughs> no, no, stay no. Stay in you your can, lane. You can steer. I just, that no, one. I'm not the steerer guy. I'm the guy who works your blinker <laughs> when your left hand hurts. I work your blinker. Oh, is that a guy? Yeah, yeah, the blinker guy. Okay. <laughs> Where do I get a blinker guy? I'm your blinker guy. Okay. I got, I got you. But, yeah. you know, wear a mask. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Didn't know I had a blinker. I got a blinker guy. Who Absolutely. Knew? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I it it was a wild week, but I do know we did get a new review this week. We did. You want me to read it? Let's go ahead. I'm gonna read it. I'm acting like I never read it. Of course, I'm gonna read it. <laughs> uh, yo, I Yates eight oh eight says best SKC podcast five stars. I just want to chime in. Feel like we're probably the only skc podcast doing anything right now seems unless like it's it. the sporting kc show which doesn't count because that's on radio so it's a radio show <laughs> turned into podcast not the same thing but we're the best five stars this is by far my all-time favorite podcast there is always a great mix between humor and news every wednesday they give a recap of the prior week's games a game or games along with a preview of the games to come 
It is the perfect way to hear about SKC with a ton of humor. A ton of humor. That's it. That's a good one. Not a little humor, a ton of humor. It's a ton, man. That uh, Another five stars in the books. And that is go. greatly appreciated, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Yates. There you go. I love it. Love it. We, uh, you know, not, 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 to, not to brag a little bit, but, but to brag a little bit. I mean, at this point, we're, we're looking at 171 ratings and five out of five stars. That's pretty good. Not bad. That's not pretty bad. good. I, I, you know, got a couple, uh, couple trolls in there who threw a couple one stars. It's like, what are you doing? Are you, are you talking touches people? Who are you doing? <laughs> hater, hater, hater's going to hate, but it's what okay. <laughs> we, uh, we still got that five-star average rating. So thank you guys so much if you've left us that rating. Thank you so much if you've left us a review. It's probably, dude, it's probably other teams' fans. They're like, oh, SKC, it's an SKC podcast? Yeah. One-star yeah. bitches. I wouldn't be surprised. Atlanta fans, like after that one time we went on the Atlanta podcast and we kind of just like, you know, seemingly made a mess of things. Like we, we were cordial and we were fine, but also we were ourselves. And this was like peak Atlanta fan annoyance. And so we went on there and we had a good conversation, but we got some jabs in there. Yeah, we had to get some jabs. Yeah. Uh, they, didn't really, <laughs> they didn't really laugh about those jabs. I was like, man, I thought this would be funny to everybody of all ages. <laughs> But they weren't really into that. <laughs> it, it made me wonder if they did their research before they invited us onto their podcast. Probably not. <laughs> they were just like, oh, SKC podcast. And they were like, oh, yeah. we didn't realize that we picked the pod that's got the salty Atlanta fans bit oh, that they the, routinely do. <laughs> these guys got a great Twitter bio and a Twitter photo. They must be legit affiliated with the club. Yeah. And we're like, nope, we, me- we barely make media roundup, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. We were good. I mean, we've had, we, you know, it, it was a good time. Um, glad we did it. Oh, We'd- I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I, I love that shit. Yeah. If, if you are a podcast of another team and you're listening to this because it's the best SKC podcast out there yeah. and you have your own podcast and would like to invite us on when we play your team, we'll do it. Or what if you're, maybe you like movies or maybe you like wrestling. I'll, I'll get down <laughs> on all, all topics, bro. I'll talk about it all. Yeah. You got a Disney plus podcast you want to talk about? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> Mandalorian plus. season two coming out. Yo, you ever um, see meet the chimps? Those chimpanzees are crazy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's great, dude. Some one chimp just killed. He just popped a chimp right in the head, popped him right in the head. I was like, Oh God, this is not Disney. Spoiler alert. <laughs> This is National Geo. <laughs> this is the Nat-, Nat Geo side of Disney yeah, Plus. Well, now I know when I go watch Meet the Chimps that there's some chimpanzee violence going on. Yeah, they get riled up real, and they they're just they're just obscene. All right, they're just obscenities. Ob- obscene chimps. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue into Sporting KC versus Dallas, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, let's. Uh, Was that a game? Was that a game we had? It's in theory. Wednesday, but, that was our midweek game. I always forget about the midweek games. This was the midweek game, and this was one where we knew it was going to be kind of funky because uh, the, the lineup was, was a little different. Kyrie was not in uh, the team available for selection. He was just, you know, a little, little tired, got a little knock maybe, you know, nothing serious, but just gave him the night off. So we had – okay. Uh, He's a thoroughbred. He deserves it. Yeah, we had uh, Shalwi, Hurtado, and Gerso up top. We had a midfield of Roger – uh, Gianluca Puzio and Felipe Hernandez, and then Amadou Dia, uh, Andreu Fontes sighting, uh, Punchet, yes. and Jalen Lindsay. That was weird. That was the topic of conversation amongst most of us fans. Yeah. And professional you... podcasters. <laughs> How did you feel seeing Fontes in, not just in the lineup, the featured man in, in, in like the lineup graphic they put out? Oh, he was in the graphic? Yeah, he was like, well, you know fancy. how when they do like the lit, not like the formation graphic, but like the list graphic, they always have yeah. one, one guy that's featured. It was Fontis. Yes, they got to make sure to give us uh, a list and then a formation graphic. I, I don't understand why we need both. Do they have an a hourly quota to fill of how many tweets they do? No, I think this goes back to Peter. Peter doesn't want to give away his secrets. He doesn't yes. want people to know it's going to be a 4-3-3. Can't tell you it's going to be a 4-3-3. <laughs> you can't do it. There's, there's no possible way you're going to guess that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only time that, like... You think Poonchets is a defender? Ha, <laughs> ha, He's a winger, bitch. The only, the only couple of times this year I've thought, like, ah, okay, I guess this kind of makes sense why they'd wait to do it, is when, like, there's no true striker in the lineup, and we're like, is it going to be Gatti Keenan as a false nine? 
Is it going to be mm. Buzio as a fall? Is Buzio going to be on the wing? And for a split second, some people, myself included, was like, is it maybe a 4-4-2? No, it's a 4-3-3. Yeah. Keen is the false nine. We all know it. It's fine. Never a 4-4-2. Can, <laughs> can you imagine, though? What if uh, a little 4-4-2 action, dude? Who do you even throw up there as the two strikers? Would you work Hurtado with Polito or Kyrie with Polito? I mean, Pulido that sounds and Kyrie. bonkers, right? That sounds yeah. nuts. I mean, you could even do a four-four-one-one and have uh, like Polito kind of underneath Kyrie because Polito drops yeah. back quite a bit too. Yeah, so. and well, Kyrie's all over the place. I mean, he doesn't. Necess- I mean, they all drop, dude. They know you're not just scoring goals. Yeah. You're the first defender, you yeah. know, which is just sounds exhausting. I just want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so this was this was an interesting lineup uh, that we had going into Dallas, and, and Dallas was Dallas. I mean, their lineup wasn't anything surprising. They had little shithead Barrios and Yara and Acosta and, and all them in, in the lineup Ziegler Hollins had Breston you know nothing nothing that was that was surprising and and we you know not... what's surprising what uh us time wasting from the very start of the game I was <laughs> yeah. like Dia what why are you going so low to yeah. like to do what they do like don't do that you you were texting me mid-game and you were pissed it, it was shocking I was just like I didn't I didn't think we would do that but I also get the you know, I get the cattiness and like, like, I don't know if, if someone fouls me on a field and it's not called, Oh, you got a receipt coming. Like yeah. I'm, I'm coming to push you in the near future. <laughs> so if you time wasted on us and, and we didn't get points, I, you know, we might, might try it on you a little bit, I guess. I just didn't yeah. think we would do that. I mean, I think, part, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend that sporting KC doesn't ever time waste because we do, particularly on the road. There have been games where it's like we're trying to grind out a draw or a result here. Now, I will say, we don't typically do it from first kick, and it did feel like there was some time wasting that started a little earlier than normal for Sporting KC because Peter Vermees isn't one to usually go out there and say, hey, park the bus, play for a draw. But I do wonder if, even if it wasn't a directive from Peter, like from the player's standpoint, they're still, they remember what Dallas did at Children's Mercy Park. And they're like, oh, you're going to be that way? Then fine. How about a taste of your own medicine? Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, Dallas recognized it because they mentioned it in their post-game press conference. Yeah. They were like, I uh, didn't think they would do that, but more power to them. Yeah. I, I guess they said we did it at their place. I'm like, what do you mean you guess? Shut your lips. Yeah. You know damn well what you did. Yeah. Was I think that was uh, that was the game when, when when Peter started cursing out a Dallas assistant ref after the game too, or assistant yeah. coach, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I I don't get it. Uh, um, but it was shocking to see yeah. us do those tactics like kicking the ball away or, you know, taking more time. I, I didn't expect that. Yeah, if you look at the overall stats of this game, I mean, you know, Dallas won possession, which you know isn't necessarily surprising given the kind of way we played the game from the get-go you know they had more shots they had more shots on target they you know they, they just statistically they had a, a little bit of a better game from that standpoint they had a few chances early on nothing nothing crazy I mean 14th minute uh, there was a play where there was sort of a cross into the box and Tim had to jump out and make a little save and then you know D I think it was had to come clean up the rebound and kick it out of there so a little bit here and there, but 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 nothing too crazy. I mean, it it felt like for much of the first half that maybe this was going to be one of those annoying hard-fought zero-zero draws. Um, unfortunately, that was not the case. Forty-third uh, minute, uh, Dallas stole the ball deep in Sporting Casey's territory, had a cross come in. Ryan Hollingshead kind of came out of nowhere and just struck the ball and. Honestly, this is one Tim probably wants back. It went to the near post and it kind of seems like it Tim like missed it a little bit and it bounced off the post and then it kind of bounced off of Tim and then went into the net. So not really sure what happened there. Tim didn't seem happy though, whether it's with himself or the defenders. No, that that was the worst, man. I, I don't know how it sneaks in there like that, but he it bonked him right on the back of the head. Kind of funny if it's not your team, you know? Yeah, I mean it's you know. Technically, it probably should be an own goal if you're getting technical because it's uh, this actually happened to Ethan Horvath in the Champions League game on Tuesday where, you know, it, it bounced and then bounced off of him and then into the net because the shot isn't on target for Hollingshead. But, you know, that's 
Tim doesn't know anything about it other than he missed it. It bounces off the post and then bounces off the back of his head. But like, it's, it's incredibly unfortunate that that ends up in the back of the net. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Eric Curtado, um, obviously was, was up top sporting KC didn't have a ton of service to him for much of the game. Um, he did have a shot in the 82nd minute where he kind of brought the ball down at the top of the box, got a shot off, just got a little underneath it, sailed it over the top of the crossbar. He's probably feeling himself a little bit after the goal in the game prior. Probably so. so. He took that and he's like, I'm, I'm about to do two. I'm about to get that second one and show y'all that I've done this more than a handful of times. I mean, if he would have been able to get his foot over the top of the ball, I mean, it was just him and Marr and he sends it to one corner or the other and that's a goal. Yeah. So it's just, you know, that's not an easy play. But it's, it's one that he could do, just wasn't quite able to do it. But the goal, the non-goal, the whatever you want to call it, the foul, the not foul, the, the play that everybody's talking about, 87th minute, came off of a corner. Uh, Marr parried away a shot from Sporting KC. It was a tough shot. Um, he couldn't catch it, so it dropped right in front of him. Gotti Kienda was right there. Kienda kind of touched it to the right around more he was running toward the ball and then he and more get caught up they go to the ground the ball ends up in the back of the net i think it's johnny that runs up and, and kicks it in and we're like okay we we tied the game but then the ref comes running in and calls a foul on Gotti kinda and i i can't tell you how many times i have watched this play and the more i watch this play the more confused I am as to how this is a foul on Gadikinda. This, dude, this comes down to the VAR referee. Because if the center ref makes a mistake, VAR has the option and sees all camera angles that we're seeing, probably more than that, mm-hmm. and, and gets that final say. And, and, and either, either he said, look, I think you should come take another look at it. And the center ref was just like, nah, I'm good. Game's almost over. Let's go home. Or VAR was just like, nope, good call. Like, it's, I want to say so it was that second one because I want to I want to say there's not two incompetent human beings as part of the pro referee organization. But <laughs> well, I think they both were just like, yeah, good call. Yeah, no, no call. Well, so what's weird is the center ref is way outside the box. Like, he's not, sure. he's not near this. Uh, he can't confidently make that call. He, that's what VAR is there for, and it did not get utilized. Like, what's the point then? If you're looking at where he was lined up versus where the action actually happens, at least Johnny Russell and Michael Barrios are in the way, in between him and where Kinda and Mora are. Then, if on top of that, if you look at the angle he's looking at it from, Kinda's essentially blocking any view of Mora that he can see. So he can't really see what Mar is doing. All of a sudden, the ref just sees Kinda was running. They're on the ground. He assumes it's a foul on Kinda. What he does not see and what he did not confer that I saw with his linesman was that Kinda touches the ball very clearly to the right of Mar. Mar steps forward and then realizes he's been beat and pulls Kinda to the ground so he's not able to get to the ball. And that's when Johnny Russell comes up. So what my point is, if this is, if this is an outfield player, if this is not a goalkeeper, say this happens in the outfield where, you know, a midfielder gets beat, loses the ball, Gotti Kinda touches it around him, and then the midfielder grabs on and pulls Gotti Kinda down in the middle of the field in an attempt to stop a, a breakaway. That's not only a foul, probably on the defender, it's probably a yellow card. If it's a denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, it's probably a red card. Now, we're not asking for a red card for Jimmy Marr here. No, what you could we're asking be. For... You very much could be asking for a red card. They even said it on Extra Time and their instant replay they do on MLS. Like, that's the proper call. So I'm not calling necessarily for a red card if we get the goal, at least. That's, that's, that's my point, is this should have been yes. a goal. And, and you the heard way... what Peter said. Peter oh, yeah. said either it's a PK and the goalkeeper gets a red card, Mm-hmm. Or it's a goal. Yes. Like, yes. there's only two choices, and he, you did not do that. He had some some very, very, very choice words uh, for the official after oh, this match. Oh, sure. I hope he um, ripped his ass. 
you know, he said, it's utterly ridiculous that that's not a goal. If the ball doesn't enter the goal, then it should be a penalty for the goalkeeper for tackling Gotti Keenan. It would be a red card, just like you said. It's a goal or it's a penalty and a red card for the goalkeeper. The fact that it's not with VAR and everything else, I cannot for the life of me how, understand how that call could be made. I was told explicitly by the referee that VAR evaluated it and also called it a foul on our guy. I'm sorry, but on this one, there's no chance. Uh, it's just, you know, <laughs> he finished it. He goes on how he's pissed, but I just like the end of this. He goes, if you're actually watching it and you look at it and you have any clue about the game, you understand that it's one of those things that I said. It's as simple as can be. Trash. So. That's It's just trash, dude. I, I just, I hope he just laid into him, man. I really do. Yeah. Um, just ripped his ass apart. My frustration is is not just with the call, which I believe to be incorrect. And I I will fully admit that like I'm a little biased here, but I like to think about the way I try to think about these things is like, okay, if I were in the other team situation, or if I were the other team and the thing happened the same thing happened to me, how would I feel? So if I were, you know, FC Dallas in this case, I think I'd feel a little bit lucky. Uh if if I were if roles were reversed and this happened to FC Dallas and they had a goal taken away and I was SKC. I think I'd feel a little bit lucky. So I'm trying to think about like, this isn't just like, oh, I'm pissed we didn't get a goal. But the one of the biggest issues with how this played out for me is that the referee came running in and, and blew it dead and just made that decision without an adequate view on the play. What should have happened and what they tell, it's like the same thing they tell lines people to do for offside. Let the play play out and then use VAR to look at it to see was there an obvious error there? Because I just, I don't, with, with the way that the, the rules are written, since you have to have clear and obvious error for the call in the field. Now, I think it's clear and obvious, but I don't know. I just, I think it's ridiculous that that center ref ran in, blew the play dead, and then they decided that that was not a foul on Jimmy Moore. So, yeah, a little much, man. I just, pissing me off. God, what a sour way to end a midweek game. Like, and players? Dude, players went and got on Twitter. Like, people oh, got yeah. fined that night. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, people were pissed. I mean, hey, Diego Rubio even. He's not even an SKC player anymore. And he was tweeting about how ridiculous it was. Did he really? Yeah. Let me find, oh. this, let me find this tweet. He, was, Diego, he must have been watching. You. I mean, they're not playing games right now because Colorado Rapids. Right. Um, but Diego Rubio, when it happened, he goes, the keeper grabbed the player and it's a foul uh, – yeah, he, he he phrased it weird, but he was like, the keeper grabbed the player and it's a foul against the keeper, meaning like the keeper was the um, the victim. And then he just had like three laughing, crying emojis. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, it's God, what do you do if you're that referee too? Like, I, I always wonder how fast, like players have to shake off mistakes because they got games coming at them real fast. Do referees do the same thing? Or does that guy go home, try to sleep with his wife and she's like, no, no, you fucked up tonight. <laughs> no 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 you don't get this i uh i think referees sometimes when they make a bad call they almost like feel the need to prove that they were correct in a lot of ways and then it almost like they get entrenched and they're more likely to just be frustrated with the team that was wronged because they're complaining i have no like evidence of that per se but i just well, i don't know i just don't know why yeah why don't they come out with it and say I messed up. Like there, there's not, they don't do that. Yeah. I, and I don't know why. Well, and to be fair, this is not, this is not a problem limited to MLS. This is, you know, sure. People, but people we know. all do that in our lives. Sure. Ideally we do. Sure. We have to own up to our mistakes at our jobs. Yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. I was just going to say, so we get out that people know I'm an Everton fan. People know Everton and Liverpool are big rivals. And if you watched the Merseyside Derby at all this week, you saw, or maybe you've seen the news after, Jordan Pickford took out Virgil van Dijk, and Virgil van Dijk has torn his ACL and will be out for the remainder of the season for Liverpool. Massive, massive news in the EPL that could shake up the rest of the EPL season. Might cost Liverpool a chance at the title. VAR royally screwed up that play, in my opinion. And it benefited Everton, and it, and it was the wrong call. Um, they, they also royally screwed up potentially a play later in the game too that also benefited Everton. But my, my point is they, call, they ruled Van Dyke offside. Pickford had a horror tackle that destroyed Van Dyke's ACL, but they supposedly looked at the call 
decided it's not a foul. And then Pickford was allowed to remain on the field and stay in the game. And then after, after the game was done, the FA looked at it, agreed with that call and decided not to suspend Pickford for some games like he would have been if he got a red card. And, and everybody's sitting there being like, what are you, what are, I mean, I'm an Everton fan and I'm looking at that and I'm being like, well, that should have been a red card and a suspension because it was terrible. So I guess my point is like, sometimes I think in MLS, we get so hung up on pro is incompetent. VAR sucks. And it's an MLS thing. It's not just an MLS thing. It's, it's all referees thing but that's almost like even more frustrating because it's like we have all this technology at our disposal, whether it's MLS or the world's, you know, top league and we can't get calls right. It's really frustrating. It's a little rough. And I, I hate that we're spending so much time like bashing referees, like, Oh, woe is me. Referee ruined the game. It happens to everybody. But like this hurt man, because VAR is there for this. Yeah. Like not many other referees have that man. They don't, I mean, even basketball goes back and look at re- looks at replays. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we need to see if that was a flagrant. So they'll mm-hmm. go spend like five minutes over there. Yeah. But soccer just cannot be bothered. Well, and at least basketball or at least NFL, I don't know about baseball so much because they don't seem to give a ton of explanation. But like basketball and, and the NFL generally do a decent job of explaining the reasoning behind a call. Like if you yeah, look at an NFL. use everything. football reviews everything and if you and when a ref comes out and makes a decision like they overturn a call in the nfl they'll say after reviewing the play it was determined that the player's left foot did get down inbounds while he had possession of the ball therefore we're overturning the call and it's a catch they'll overturn fouls like there is no foul on the play like this idiot just threw his flag for no reason right whereas in soccer they come out they do their little var signal and then they just come out and they either point or they point and you're just like what did you even look at? What did you, yeah. why did you decide this? He's just doing the Macarena and turning, you know, <laughs> touching his watch or yeah. pointing to the spot. Like you uh, give dude a microphone. Yeah. Like, can we get that? That's not hard. I, mean, they I know he's running around, but come on. Do they want to? Uh, that's another question. They're already wearing one and like talking to, you know, the, the VAR referee who apparently his computer was broken and couldn't, <laughs> couldn't take care of that. I, I don't get yeah. it. So, I don't know. So, Sporting KC was screwed out of a point, it seems, I would say, in that game. That's all which, right. Which was unfortunate. Fast, fast forward to Saturday. We were screwed out <laughs> of two points. Anyone want to screw us some more? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm uh, just, my, my, my b-hole's hurting. No, it, <laughs> no it's not, Jimmy, because I bought a bidet, and that saved 2020. So, you got, a, you got a bidet. I got a bidet. You should get a bidet, bro. We should be sponsored by a bidet company. Yeah? Okay. That's great. Have you ever used one? I have used one. My cousin has one. And that yep. when, when I was visiting my cousin, that was the first time I used it. And it takes some getting used to, but once you get used yeah. to it. Got to go easy on the pressure. I mean, I'm not trying to lose gotta my wor- virginity. You got to right? work, work it up. <laughs> you got you to yeah. work up to it. I got the hot water attachment, by the way. Ah, I, see, I didn't have, have to, that. Yeah, because the cold stuff, you take morning poops. It wakes you that'll up. wake you up in the morning. <laughs> but if I haven't hooked up the hot water one because I got to like drill through my sink cabinet. And I'm like, is it worth it? It probably is. But who who... Who has access to their hot water on their sink? It's it's on top of a cabinet, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't yours? Isn't any sink you've ever had attached to a cabinet? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, why 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 would we have this? I don't know. Anyways, it's a great thing. Just go easy on the pressure. Yeah. Well, if you run a bidet company and you would like to sponsor No Other Pod, <laughs> No Other Pod brought to you by Insert Your Bidet Company here. Bro, I don't even need toilet paper anymore. Who needs toilet paper? It's great in a pandemic. Uh, exactly. I, I don't, I'm sure these things flew off the shelves and online orders were like crazy oh, they did. They when did. everyone was, you know, buying up all the toilet paper because they thought that's going to help them in the apocalypse. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are weird, but I mean, yeah, no, they, they flew off the shelves and, uh, you know, it's, it's supposed to be more hygienic. Bidets are a thing, so, man. It's a Tushy bidet is the brand that I've used before. That's the one we got. Yeah. Yeah. So Tushy, got you want to sponsor temperature us? Temperature control. I need to, I need to hook that up because that could be a game changer. No other little... pod brought to you by Tushy. So. Don't say that. We can't do that. I, I mean, hey, the price is right. The price is right though. They're very, <laughs> they're very affordable. They're very affordable. Oh boy. Um, yeah. No, they're supposed to be hygienic. So yeah, I just, I've been dying to work that into conversation because it's, it's an exciting experience. It's an experience really. That's what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a, and sometimes I, I, I mess with the angle and I like to imagine that my butt is a car and I'm at a car wash. You have Shh. thought about this way more than I have. Look at my hand. Like it's like doing a, a little sweeping motion on my region. Well, there you go. I'm glad that you've given everybody yeah. that visual. Oh, I'll be in there. I'll be like, welcome to the butt wash. oh my lord (laughs) this is not what i expected to talk about this episode bro it's great you you should get one your girlfriend (laughs) will love it it's you know initially though you're like whoo whoo that's cold (laughs) yeah yeah like a polar plunge up in there (laughs) let's uh let's move on to chicago versus skc um this was uh the first time sporting has played in in soldier field since Chicago Fire moved back to uh, to Soldier Field, yeah, there were just as many fans there as there were in their Bridgeview location. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, especially since Chicago's the club that was fighting with their own supporter sections for a long time. So that's true. It was very that's strange. True. They were not supporters of the. Uh, uh, I don't know whatever they were talking about. What were they f- mad about? I forget. Well, there was one of the the it? supporter sections that they were they basically like banned or seen. I don't know. It was weird, but they. And they all happen to be Hispanic or whatever, so it was like a yeah, big deal. I think it's like, so. Oh, you don't like Hispanics? You it don't was like not brown people. It was not great from the optics of the club. I'll, yeah, I'll say that. And they could right. have handled it much better. So, but you know, we had a, a, a another kind of strange lineup. Pertado stayed in the starting lineup as the the number nine again, although Kyrie Shelton was available for selection. Uh, Johnny Russell was on the right side. John Buzio on the wing on the left which is a little different. That was, a, that was an experience, yeah. And then midfield of uh, Gatti Kinda, Ilya, and Cam Duke, young Cam Duke back in the starting lineup. And then yep. uh, his mom's a fan of ours. Yes. As we said, SKC moms love no other pod. SKC so. moms, and we love them. We're mother lovers. <laughs> uh, Amadou Dia, Winston Reed, uh, Roberto Puncic, and Jalen Lindsay on the back line because uh, uh, Graham Zussi's still hurt. And then Tim Ilya and goal. Zussi's so. going to be hurt for a while. Peter said, and it's like, well, where's your official uh, prognosis? Like, what's going on here? I am worried about our depth at right back. It's going to be bad. I don't Jaylen know better do. be Jalen better be staying fit. I, I genuinely do not know who else can play right back on this roster. I mean, do you? you I mean, you're going to put Gerso back there? Like, the Johnny way that Russell? Is, I don't understand. Yeah, you could. I mean, the way Zussi, uh, you know, transformed back there. I mean, dude, Gerso would be a crazy right back. I mean, his wheels, like, he'd be all over the place. It'd be nuts. I mean, he normally plays on the left side, though, is what makes me Like, we got Right. So, I, I don't know. I just... It's, he'd be all over the place. It scares me because I, God love Jalen Lindsay, but I, I just don't know, you know. I, I, I want some level of depth there. And right now, it doesn't seem like we have it. So... We knew kind of what Chicago Fire was going to come out with. You know, they have their guy Barich and CJ Sapong and Bobby Shuttleworth. It wasn't long ago that we played Chicago Fire, so we're, we're familiar with them. Uh, you see it, my Bobby Shuttleworth photo I posted? <laughs> I've had that in my phone for years, I and I just post it whenever I <laughs> I can't stand the dude. It's the weird shrugging thing you got going on. Because he's got on. his mask on, and yeah. it just looks hilarious. Like, he's a Hannibal Lecter over here. Yeah, so... You know this this game this this was this was a, a, a kind of a wild game. Uh, you know, Winston Reed had a a play in the 15th minute off of a set piece where he kind of had to block a shot from close range, and it was a little scary for a bit. But Sporting KC were able to clear it out, so uh, that was good. Uh, it was zero zero, getting toward the later part of the first half. Gadi Kinda made a fantastic steal at midfield in the 35th minute, and then this play. All around is just nuts. Kinda makes a steal, perfectly waits a pass to Hurtado, who takes one touch, kind of gets pushed down. I mean, I don't know if it's enough for a penalty, but one could argue that he got pushed away from the ball enough to maybe have a penalty shout, but he didn't need it because as he's falling away from the ball, perfectly waits with his right foot around Shuttleworth to put it back in that 1-0 Sporting KC, and Hurtado is on one right now. Insane. He just continues to score goals when he's on the field. I mean, I don't know if I – I was going to say I don't know if I want him to start, but he's scoring goals when he starts. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't he leading the league in goals per 90 minutes played? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, he's it's like he more than one. It's like one point two or something. He hasn't had a ton of minutes, but yeah, he in the minutes he's had, he's he's. It's kind of like you remember Diego Rubio a few years ago. You know, oh, he wasn't starting, him. but he would come off the bench and he just was scoring goals and he was leading the league in he's goals per ninety. Absolutely. So, Hurtado's kind of doing the same thing. Kind of is, but I was like, I, at first I was like, I don't like him starting, man. He he only scores when he subs, and it's like, oh no, he he still scores when he when he starts. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, good old good old video review comes back to bite SKC. Uh, oh, 40- they used it, did they? <laughs> That's v- weird. Very end of the first half, forty fifth minute, uh, corner comes in for Chicago. Ball is bouncing around in the box a little bit. Barrich kicks it. It gets past Melia. Amadou Diaz on the line clears it off the line. No goal. Tim Melia covers it up, but then VAR takes a look at it. And I'm sitting here, and, and I even tweeted out before they announced the decision as the ref was running toward the VAR uh, sort of review monitor. And I was like, there's, there's no evidence to overturn this. There's literally not an angle to see where the ball is relative to the line. And then like four seconds later, like it was the quickest review I've ever seen. He comes back out and he's like, yeah, goal. How do you call that a goal? I mean, you initially didn't. The rule states there needs to be substantial evidence Clear, clear and obvious, and obvious. Yep. that it overturns, you know, and, and there wasn't, unless they're seeing something we don't see, it was blurry as hell. I mean, they're just going off of, cause he had a, he had a foot like in the goal. There's, it's like, it doesn't matter. The ball has to completely cross the line anyways. And I don't think it did that. Well, so there's, there's here, here's my take on it. There oh, you got takes. Uh, <laughs> I got, I, I always got takes um, there. There is an account. Uh, soccer photogrammetry. I saw it. It's so dumb. They're the ones that like they'll measure with geometry and math, like offside and all yeah, that stuff. Science, cool. And so what he, because here's what part of the problem is: these views are never straight down a line, so you no. can't just look at it and say, "Oh yeah, it's over," or "Oh yeah, he's off," or "He's not." Why don't we have goal line technology? It's very expensive. Oh. <laughs> I would love it, and I think we'll MLS get rid of the VAR it. ref then because expensive. he ain't doing shit. Um, I think MLS would benefit from it, but it is very expensive. Huh. Um, but he, soccer, uh, photogrammetry, did what they do. Um, and he says that his model shows that the ball is approximately, they estimate, two inches over the line. My model that I put together with my protractor Which, and my compass that'll poke I, your eye out. I have no reason to doubt that, but here here's my issue with how this played out. You have a person looking at a replay with a geometric model doing mathematical measurements and all that. And the best they can come up with is it's maybe two inches over. And if you look at the angle, part Doesn't of the sound problem, clear and obvious to me, part of the problem is the ball is very clearly obscured by Amadou Dia's left leg and left knee, nor is the shot directly down the line. So what I don't understand is how, a referee without all of the mathematic help that soccer photogrammetry is using is able to look at that play, especially as fast as he did. And is like, Oh yeah, that's a goal. Dude. Also this referee, I don't remember his name, but he DJ DGAF. He like looks he just, smug as hell. he doesn't care. He lets it, he lets you play. He calls goals all over the place. I mean, who was on the damn ground later in this game? And he was just, letting it happen he's like hey, i'm interested to see how this unfolds is is cj sapong gonna uh punch him in the head or what it was winston <laughs> reed right yes winston uh, reed they were on the sideline yeah. and it was just a weird sequence of events i was like well someone's gonna get hit why it's, is there no call and winston had it like between his legs he's like holding the ball it was very strange yeah and even nate and and jacob peterson they were like well that was different yeah it was <laughs> It was very odd. So, but this referee will let anything happen. So he's probably like, "Sure, goal. Why not?" Yeah, yeah. No, it's stupid idiot. It 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 was very strange. Um, Such an ass blast. Speaking of ass blast, Tushy Bidet. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need a sponsorship. Um, I don't know, man. It's it it is a very strange play, and and like I said, I think. Is it probable that the ball barely crossed the line and is technically a goal? 
Yeah, I think maybe in my view. Is it clear and obvious in that from the angle that we've seen that the ref should have been able to as quickly as he did, especially look at that with his naked eye and say, oh, yeah, that's clearly and obviously a goal? No, no. it's not. It's one of those yeah, things that I think you got you to stick with the call on the field. If it was called a goal, it should have stayed a goal. If it was called a no goal, it should have stayed a no goal. But that's clear how it is. Clear and obvious, dude. That's the, that's the term that yeah. they use. Yeah. Well, and again, put a microphone. Tell us what you saw, bro, right. because we're not seeing it. We right. think you're nuts. Yeah. So second half goes along. Not a lot's happening. 83rd minute. Sporting KC off of a set piece. Uh, Johnny Russell, I believe it was. Was it Johnny Russell who, who flicked? No. Ilya no, flicked it on. And then, Johnny uh, took the corner. Ilya yeah. flicks it with the back of his head. And got and God, he's supermaned like, into the I'll ball I'll get you head. with my head. Yeah, he Superman threw the ball right into the back of the net. Suddenly, it's it's two one Sporting KC. Gotti scores, man. Gotti comes up big in these situations, and it's like if you stay, if you stop getting yellow cards, Gotti, every game. All right, you're not who are you? You're the new Roger when Roger's not playing. What's going yeah. on here? But he, yeah. he he makes plays, man, and naturally he makes team of the week because he assisted on the first goal and scored the second goal. Yeah, so it's good. A little, it's a little flick by Ilya. Yeah. That's not right. an easy thing to do. Ilya knew what he was doing. He had positioning. He's like, I'm just going to put that behind me and yeah. hope someone's there. Yeah. So that was gorgeous. So two ones, Sporting KC, and you're like, now we just got to ride it out, right? Ride it out. Defense. Four minutes of stoppage time. You're like, eh, it might be a little long. I don't eh, think there whatever. was really that much, but, you know, whatever. So, okay, well, Chicago has the ball. 93, 56, 57, 58, 59. And then Sporting KC clears it back to midfield as it hits 94. You're like, okay, we're good. Blow the whistle. We're, we're done. We, this is it. There was no stoppage time. Blow the whistle. Okay, ref, why aren't you blowing the whistle? Oh, Chicago heads it backwards into their own half. You're still not blowing the whistle. Oh, Chicago kicks it forward. Oh, no, Tim slid past Georgie Mihailovic. Oh, no, Georgie Mihailovic just scored 15 seconds past 94 minutes with four minutes of stoppage time, and we just lost two points. Unreal. Peter, dude, Peter's pointing to his watch and mm -hmm. just saying obscenities. I just know it. He's just like, where did the extra time come from? Yeah. Like you didn't blow the whistle. There were no fouls in those four minutes. Yeah. What clock do you have? It's because wild. it's slow as hell. It's wild. And what I don't understand is if you're look. So again, it's on the ref. But also, if you're looking at it, like Sporting KC defenders kind of just stopped. Like there was no offside flag. There was no whistle blown. They just kind of let Georgie run right by. And then Tim made a mess of it, honestly. He just slid right by him. And, and then it's just a wide open net. And it was literally the last kick of the game. I mean, you got to hand it to some of the players who put it on themselves. And they're like, we fell asleep in that last minute. Like, we didn't see the game out. Yeah. You know, Peter can yell at the referee all you want. But it doesn't matter how, how long it goes. The, the game's still going. You, yeah. you play to the whistle. He didn't blow the whistle. So you keep, stay focused, you know? Yeah. He, um, there was a penalty shout earlier in the game where, you know, Cam Duke thought he might've been fouled in the box too. That was, there, there was just a lot of things that didn't seem to go sporting Casey's way in this game and the game before, but it's funny because in, 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 after the game, first questions, Peter, Peter's asked about his frustration from the game with a VAR decision, the uncalled penalty, et cetera. And he goes, did you want to add that there was four minutes of extra time and the goal was scored at four minutes and roughly 20 seconds? Like, he was not letting it go. So. He was not happy at all, man. And, and rightfully so. What a tough week mm -hmm. to go on the road like that and, and to presumably have a tie in Dallas, yeah. to have a draw. And yeah. uh, then Chicago to presumably have a win. A big right. three points on the road, man. Right. Well, and Nate said what, what we say a lot of times on the pod here. He goes, usually if you get a draw on the road, it's considered a, a good result. And he really? was like, but you can't, you can't consider this a good result after the way it went down. It's a good result for Chicago. They're probably feeling like they rescued something because they yeah. were done yeah. behind the eight ball, dusted. Yeah. And, it's, and like you said, Hurtado, he was asked about it. And he said, I'm very upset right now. We had three points and just the mental lapse at the end of the game after we did everything right. The three points were there for us, and it's just frustrating right now. You know, I think we deserve to win. I so. always look at these kind of weeks, though, and I'm like, dude, they're going to kick the living shit out of Colorado this weekend because they so. are mad. I mean, you look at the Chiefs, man. 
like had a rough game and came out and ran all over Buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. or went to Baltimore and had a chip on their shoulder because everyone's saying they were going to lose and just crushed Baltimore. Like mm-hmm. teams bounce back like that. And yeah. I'm glad this is happening now because playoffs are right around the corner for sporting Kansas city. And we're not a lock in those playoffs by any means. Not certainly not, not yet. Qualified. No. We haven't, so, quali- we, I mean, we probably will, but we have not yet officially qualified. Nothing set in stone. As of now, we're supposed to have one, two, three, four. Holy crap. Is that right? One, two, three, four, <laughs> five games left. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> what, Saturday, and, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday? Well, one, like one of them might not happen. We don't know because tonight there was supposed to be a game against the Colorado Rapids and that game was postponed. That's so right. So is that game going to get rescheduled? We don't know yet. So there is a non-zero chance that we have four games left in this season. Saturday at home against Colorado then the following Wednesday away against uh, FC Cincinnati, then Sunday, November 1st at home against Minnesota United, and then Sunday, November 8th away against RSL. But who knows? Our country might be in the state of a civil war by that time. So <laughs> we do, we, we'll see what happens. But November 8th is decision day. Um, so that leaves the only available date for Sporting KC to make up that postponed Colorado game is between Sunday, November 1st and Sunday, November 8th, which means it would probably have to be Wednesday, November 4th. So it's, that's not an easy thing to do. And Colorado's got three games to make up now. Suddenly. I don't know how they're going to do that. This is rough, bro. It's, they're probably going to scrap them and just say, eh, your season's over, you know? I, I mean, I think they'll just what, – what they'll end up doing is they'll have to say, okay, this is going to go to uh, to points per game, really. And and it just it's, – it's weird because, I mean, Colorado's – their points per game even, they're, you know, pretty far down uh, the stand. Oh, well, I guess, no, if you did do it by points per game, they would qualify for uh, – holy shit, if you did it by points per game, they'd move up to fifth place in the West. Currently, by points, they're in eleven. So, it's just I mean, I don't like is, the points per game thing because games they've missed, they probably would have lost. Like it's, it's a just, mess. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to the teams that should have played those games that didn't get to against Colorado. Because if Sporting gets one less game than the rest of the league, and like right now, Portland has played eighteen games. We've played eighteen games. They have thirty-one points. We have thirty. Let's say that we play one more game, we get the win, they get a draw. Suddenly we jump them, not just on points, but also points per game. If they get their one extra game compared to us, even if they just get a draw and they're only two points above us, they're still going to be above us on, on points per game. And, and mm-hmm. it's not fair. Yeah. So it's not, it's so weird, man. And, and this I'm over it. Like I love watching soccer. I love yeah. watching this team and I'm just kind of, I'm kind of mad. Like I'm just, it just feels like uh, it's in disarray, you know. They don't, they don't seem like they have a plan. What's going to happen? They thought this in, would work out. It, it hasn't. What, what are they going to do if the playoffs get here and something like happened to Colorado happens to a playoff team? Are they just out of the playoffs? Yeah, and, the, and then the, the team, team that was supposed to play them automatically moves on. Is that fair to everybody else that a team gets a free pass? Not at all. But is it fair to everyone else that Colorado plays in, here in the future that Colorado's on fresh legs? I mean, if we play Colorado this weekend. They're way more rested than we are. Yeah. And they've had so, multiple yeah. training. Well, they haven't really been able to train, I guess, but their legs are great. They're <laughs> worse as of now. We're supposed to play Colorado on Saturday, but we but that haven't heard otherwise. Happen? Well, I mean, there's, there's nothing indicating that it won't necessarily, but they also haven't necessarily come out and reaffirmed that it is happening. Well, and so, they didn't play their previous game, right? They haven't played their last. They will, ha- they will have not played the three games prior they were supposed to play, including tonight against us. Wow. So we were supposed to play them tonight and Saturday. And Saturday. So back-to-back games, a little yeah. home-and-home thing. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. But I don't know, man. I mean, I think we win on Saturday against Colorado if we if play. If we play, sure. I, I think we do. I mean, I know you're right. They're rested, and that gives me a little bit of pause. But I think that after the is two it a home games. home game? It's home, home game. right? It's home. And I think after the two games we just had, there's no way that we don't get out and get three points. Yeah, man. I mean, 7.30, under the lights, Children's Mercy Park. I mean – we might have Polito back. I don't know for sure, hey, but I true. think we might have Polito back. It's gonna be a gonna be a balmy forty six degrees that day. There you go. So, I don't know, man. It's uh, 
Do you, I mean, do you think we get a result Saturday if we do play? Yeah, no, I think we win. I think we're yeah. pissed off. Yeah. I mean, I, just the officiating, I think we, we don't give the officials a chance to, to mess up our game. You know, I think we go hard. And Polito's seen the results just because he hasn't been there. He's, he's there. He knows what's happening. He's training like, individually. Sure, but he's yeah. talked to people. Like, he, he knows how it was on the field despite not being on the field. Yeah. It's, so he's fired up. Yeah. It's, it's going to be – He's like, you want to use me as a sub in Mexico? <laughs> I'm a sub? I'll show you, sir. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how this, this goes. But uh, we, we do have a question that I want to get to before we finish out talking about Supporter Shield. Uh, Drake Ewing, one of our faithful listeners, says, uh, can we mention the fact that besides that clear and obvious disallowed goal that was a goal, referring to the Dallas game, Sporting has scored in nearly all of its matches in every single regular season game this season. So much improvement from most of our players as well. It sucks, so, dude. I was so sad to see that streak ended. Yeah. He is right. We haven't had uh, a, a shutout so like against us. So that, that's great. We're also not scoring a lot of like multi-goal games necessarily. There's a couple, I mean, some of them, but like there's not a lot of like three, four goal games that we're getting. So there's definitely room for improvement. But there has been a lot of improvement from players. We've talked about Kyrie with his year in Germany. Cam Duke looks pretty good. Felipe Hernandez looks great in the time he's getting to play. And uh, Buzio, I mean, he's, there, there's, there are a lot of positives. It's just a really strange year. It's very so. strange. It, it just, I love that we're scoring goals, and that's how you win games. You mm-hmm. score goals. But uh, like you said, man, it is a super weird year. Yeah, and to make it even weirder, the Supporter Shield Foundation, which if you did not know, there is a Supporter Shield Foundation that gives out the Supporter Shield every year. It is not an award that comes from Major League Soccer itself. The Supporter Shield Foundation announced, uh, and was it earlier this week, end of last week? I guess it was Saturday, uh, that the Supporter Shield will not be awarded in 2020. Now, their statement, I thought was kind of weird. Their statement basically said that with the inability for supporters to be in attendance and fill their stadiums with passion, we feel as though the current climate goes against the spirit of the shield. And then they go on to say that there will be no supporter shield in 2020. And there's been a lot of frustration and confusion about this, particularly from Toronto fans because, and from Greg Vanny, he, he was pissed about it. He said his players were pissed. You know, Toronto's leading the points right now. They're the shield leaders. Uh, International supporters council had to come out and make a statement because a lot of people were mad at them. They are separate from the supporter shield foundation. So they were basically like, yo, this wasn't us. (laughs) This was somebody (laughs) else. Uh, Supporter Shield Foundation kind of tried to supplement their messaging and their reasoning, basically being like, also, the schedule's not really fair, which that's my thing. I'm actually okay. I don't care that much, but I'm actually okay with the Supporter Shield not being awarded this year. But the reason I'm okay with it is there's no logical way to determine who actually should have the Supporter Shield because teams are playing like eight other teams, like four times in a row. You're not playing everybody. Dude, exactly. And it's not fair. It's like the only people that ever care about the Supporter Shield is the team that wins it and their fans. No one else plays for that Supporter Shield, man. They play for MLS Cup. And as long as we form some sort of tournament bracket – this season will be saved. Right. And, and I'm, I'm in no way under the illusion that a, a regular MLS season is a balanced schedule. It is not. It is very much an unbalanced schedule. And I'm happy to have that conversation. And I think actually there should probably be something done to balance the schedule more. Because I would love to see a shield that is actually like kind of treated as a legitimate trophy where you can actually say, you know what, this was truly the best team in the regular season. I think that'd be cool. But it's not fair. We still got to play Minnesota for a 19th time. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, congratulations, Toronto. You're leading on points, but you've played Cincinnati how many times? You've played Vancouver and Montreal how many times? Like, you're not playing Seattle. You're not playing Portland. You're not playing SKC. You're not playing LAFC. You're not playing, you know, you're not playing many of the good teams. So true. I think if they had come out with that messaging first, people still would have been mad but maybe it would have been less mad. Bro, 
they're just beating New England all over the place. They're, they're beating NYCFC, playing DC, Montreal over and over. Yeah. It's not fair. Congrats, and we're stuck. Can... We're having barn burners with FC Dallas <laughs> and barely you know, scraping by against Minnesota United. It's not fair at all. And you were absolutely right. Yeah, I just Montreal. You played the impact nine times. Congratulations, Greg Vanny. Suck right. a dick. Right. Well, and <laughs> sorry. I'm so Ma- sorry. I'm not. Well, Major League Soccer also already said that they're going to honor everything they do from their end for, for the, the, the team that finishes with the most points. They're going to give them their bonuses. They're going to give them their Champions League qualification spot if it's a team that qualifies that way. Keep in mind, Toronto cannot qualify by winning the Supporter Shield. They can only qualify uh, through the Canadian Championship, I believe. Which they win every uh, year, anyways. Yeah, it's, because only three teams play in that. Like it's, it doesn't make sense. It's just, it feels like 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 I said, I don't honestly care that much, but I think people are just ripping into the Supporters Shield Foundation a little too much, and they might reverse their decision, which is I think just going to make it worse because like, right, y- you had to know you were going to get blowback. So if you're going to make this decision, just be willing to deal with it and move on. Don't like do it and then change your mind. Uh, you look even more silly if you do it that way. But it, I do think that where, where they, they made a mistake is basically saying that their reasoning is, well, we're not allowed in the stands, so we're not going to give the trophy. That, feel, that, that was a little bit more like a, we're going to take our ball and go home. Hmm. So, but I, well, I don't know. If they – Dude, if they win top points, they can make their own supporter shield. There's well, but, plenty of trophy companies out there that'll well, gladly yeah. make you a gross-looking dinner plate. That's what I said to somebody the other day. I was like, pull a UCF and just claim that you won it. Like, yeah. who cares? Bro, but, when I was younger, I did karate for like a week. I never competed. And my parents made me like a karate trophy. Yeah. I did nothing to earn that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now your parents are like, those damn entitled millennials who want their participation trophies. <laughs> There was a guy on top of that trophy. He was like, Kia! It yeah. was so cool. Um, I, I just like, we, we have four or five games left in the season and we do not yet know how the last final standings are going to even be decided. So how are they supposed to say we're going to give out a shield if we're like, we don't know if we're doing points or points per game? Bro, we could have cases surge through the roof and there might be no playoffs and the season's just done. Yeah. Well, what they <laughs> we also don't even know. What they also probably should have done, and it's like a five-person commission, and this is not what they're, you know, they don't prepare for a pandemic. They're just like, yeah, we give out this plate at the end of every year. But probably what they should have done is they should have just announced, like, back in July, like, yeah, we're just not going to give a shield out this year. Like, it's it's well, just, it's too weird of a season. I would like to address uh, when I told Greg Vanny to suck one. Uh, there's nothing wrong with sucking one. If uh, that is indeed his choice, but I just—I I was heated. It was in the moment. I—I—I I, I want to cover my buns right now. Thank that you. Happens for that happens sometimes. You can laugh. You can laugh, Jimmy, because sometimes I just say things, and I'm like, "Oh, I know. I'm going to backtrack before I, I get a little blowback on uh, what's wrong. What's wrong with sucking D? Nothing. I know. That's your thing. You go for it. I know. This is I was one heated of those, at Mr. Vanny. This is one of those times where you're gonna—you're gonna—we're gonna finish this recording, and Marissa's gonna listen to it, and she's gonna come to you later, and she's gonna be like, "Dan, you can't say those things." She might. She might say that, but you know, things happen. Yeah. She may be like, "That's fine. You throw up the suck it symbol all the time." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little crotch chop, man. Because because if there's one place you should get your your moral compass from, it's it's late '90s, early 2000s WWF. Attitude, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So I don't know. Supporter Shield's weird. Season's weird. But I yeah. agree with you. It, like, it's almost like getting to the point. Like, I'm obviously still watching SKC because, you know, I've, I've figured out ways to do so given I have YouTube TV. But, like, I'm not watching other MLS games like I normally do because I just don't care. I'm not either. Yeah, I, I gave care. up. I tried to watch the match, uh, the condensed matches. Uh, I, got it. I got overwhelmed. I was like, nah, man, I could be watching Unsolved Mysteries. I mean, even I'm a huge college football fan too. I, I watched like five minutes of Georgia, Alabama. And then I was just like, I don't care. It's not, a, it's not a regular year. It's a crazy game. So I don't know. It's, <laughs> I hate, I hate it. But anyway, that's, uh, that's all I got this week. Nick Saban's still alive. Yeah, He's well, still yeah, alive. Okay. We'll talk about how you can test positive for coronavirus. And then three days later, be coaching on the sideline, yelling at refs with no mask on your face. 
money baby if you got that money and you bring the team money you can do whatever the hell you want yeah apparently <laughs> alabama has the magic cure dude so. alabama has a ton of fans just sitting shoulder <laughs> to shoulder and i'm like is it is it safe down there like, no can we no. all go to alabama it's no. like safe zone i saw that i saw the fans in the cowboy stadium and i was like this is not this is not good eh, let's not, not great, do this but whatever things are happening we we don't really care anymore about this pandemic everyone's Apparently just like not whatever let's get sick and call it a day <laughs> yeah it seems it seems that's that's the chosen strategy of many people so. yeah i'm over here sitting at home ordering in carry out all the time and i see other people like my parents going to branson i was like you're you're just going on vacation mom <laughs> what who what the hell you're 60 years old what are you doing i've i've had these conversations with my parents as well it's weird i had a, I had a conversation well, I, need to, with- I need to live my life I'd like you to live your life. I'd like you to yeah. keep living your the, life. The best way to live your life is by not dying. What the actual hell? Like I was, she's like, well, do you guys want to come? No. No, not the point. Why would you invite me? Not the point I'm making. I'm not upset that I wasn't invited. Yeah. No, I had a conversation with my aunt the other day. She was like, are you, are you, guys, are you guys coming out here for Thanksgiving? And I was like, no, Aunt Kathy, we're not. No, Kathy. And I, I, my, my brother goes, are, uh, are you going back home for, for holidays? I go, uh, leaning towards no. He said, yeah, yeah. me too. I said, good, power in numbers. So our yeah. parents can't make us feel like shit because they'll do it. Oh, yeah. you just never come and see me anymore. Well, I'd like to see you longer. All right, yeah. let's, let's all like relax. i see you next year. Oh my Lord, go to Branson, yeah. why don't you? What the hell? I mean, hey, when you want to see Yakov Smirnoff, you just got to get up and go. <laughs> That's a quality show. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank you all for, uh, for listening to No Other Pod. Sorry, it's not a victory pod, but hopefully Bro, I just want to tell you, it's it's cold now. We got hoodies on. My it heat is. just kicked on. Yeah. And I'm sweating. Oh, see, because I got, got the door closed. <laughs> we got we got the nest, and what we do. I I actually I like cold weather. I got and, it too. And Brittany likes warm weather. So, in in it, summer, she loves it because we always have the nest on eco mode, where it's like it won't let it get below a certain temperature or above a certain temperature. But like the cold. You put it on eco. Yeah. The how cold how threshold. warm is it right now in your house? Like, what do you set it for in your home? I think we set it at like 65. 65. Yeah, so heat won't, heat won't come on unless it goes below 65. And similarly, in the I'm summer, 68. Sim, in the summer, we have it on like 78. So like the AC won't come on unless it gets above 78 in here. So I'm dying in the summer and she's dying in the winter. But so you guys just torture each other. This sounds like a great relationship. We save a lot of money. <laughs> she's, sweating her, she's sweating her ass off. No, you're sweating your ass off. She's yeah. freaking chilled to the bone. Yeah. Dude, it doesn't save you that much money. Let's be honest. No, we, she actually turned it up not that long ago. So it's, it's better now. But I love. 68 in the winter, 76. And then at nighttime, you got to turn it down because sweat, you, being cold helps you go to sleep, helps you sleep better. Sweatshirt weather is my thing. I love sweatshirts. I love jackets. Yeah, but so, you can't show off the guns, dude. You got sweatshirt. Yeah. Everyone's like, what's he got under there? Has he got good pecs? Or his arms good? And I'm like, you'll never know. Let me because tell I'm you, cold. it's better if people wonder than if they see the real thing. Well, if they <laughs> see the real thing, they're like, whoa, boner alert. No, not happening here. <laughs> But uh, thank you so much for listening to No Other Pod. Uh, on that note, if you uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at No Other Pod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash No Other Pod. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com, which reminds me, we did get an email this week that I wanted oh. to bring up that I forgot to. I bet you thought I was going to forget Joshua. Uh, he said, uh, greetings, gentlemen. The, the, the title of his email was F Dallas. Oh, of course. Um, Debbie yeah, does he, it. Um, he asked, did you like how Dia trolled FC Dallas with his time wasting? Mm, you know, I don't know if I know did. Dan doesn't. Um, and then he, yeah, we talked about a lot of what he said, but. Um, Just want to let him know that we got it. We, we got it. And, Do you respond, and we to, appreciate these? You respond it. to these emails? Uh, I, I try to. And if I don't respond to them, it's always that I want to talk about them on the podcast. Um, he did ask if. Uh, PV was going to get fined at all for his rants against pro. Sure. I, he must I, have a savings account for that. He's like, <laughs> screw it. Um, if, if the play gets reviewed and the goalie from FC Dallas gets a red card for his foul, which none of that happened. He was like, if that happened, he wanted a, a special Dan rant pod, but it didn't happen. Well, so. we ranted a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they normally find, man. Probably ten thousand dollars, something like that, is my guess. Jesus, you think so? Fine. I think, yeah. Ten thousand? Five thousand, ten thousand. I don't know. That maybe seems like that. quite a bit, bro. Uh, maybe that that's gets NFL you a decent fines. used vehicle. That might be NFL <laughs> fines, but you know. Um, ten thousand. Peter's like, wow. <laughs> he 
He you said, take, uh, do you accept GAM? He said, I miss the days where PV as well as Benny would speak their minds about the refs. My favorite post game from Benny was how he congratulated uh, the ref in his interview for how well he did, clearly being extremely sarcastic. Uh, if valid issues cannot be voices, I, I, I'm a little confused at this last sentence, but he's basically like, you know, if people can't bring up grievances with pro, you know, how can they be held accountable and how do they get better? And then he says, loyal, no other pod, ear candy addict, Joshua's ours. Mm. So thank candy. you, Joshua. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank be, you. Be like Joshua. Send us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Yes, Jimmy might so. respond to you or remember to read it on the air. <laughs> at the very last <laughs> second. <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with you next week, hopefully, with a victory pod. If we play a game, we'll see. If not, we'll be back with you. Just well, who knows what we'll talk about. So until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Tushy bidet. Clean your b-hole today. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.